Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max here. This is episode 291. And of course, I am your host, Sean Garman. With me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, Mark. We have uh, certainly been playing some games, uh, some very recently <laughs> as well, and of course some things have been happening. Some a lot, feels like a lot of old things have been uh, in the news uh, this yeah. week. That's the the major things. So, well, I'll go ahead and uh, let's start here with our our games we've been playing. Mark, you finally beat Metroid Dread. Yeah, like I thought, it took me only like an hour or two after like the last time we talked about it for me to beat it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I saw I mean, some that, people beating it in like seven hours or... I beat it in seven and a half, and uh, I had like 50% item completion, um, which like isn't great, but unlike like past games, I'm not like super super motivated to get the, to get the other crap because it's just not needed. Yeah, man. Uh, it's so all just like... Energy tanks or like missile tanks, and it's like, well, I already beat the game, so I don't really need a lot of this stuff. That's kind of how I feel about what is it? Um, a tales. I I want to go back, but then yeah. it's like I already beat the game, so it's like, why? Well, at least I need it? yeah. At least tales like there there are some like new game plus or like some pe- like post game content you can do. You know, like Metroid doesn't have that. There's, there's no like second castle like, like something in the night or you know like more area to explore it's like i okay i'm i'm already the best so <laughs> yeah no that's true <laughs> yeah like I, boy, go, hmm? well yeah like you said yeah at least there is like an incentive of uh the new game plus or there's you probably didn't do all the side quests before you went and killed the i did the main guy oh, i, I did, did most of them trust me yeah. <laughs> i did i think there's like i want to say there's like 30 side quests I did like twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah. Oh wow. The only really? side quest I have, the only side quest I have left to do in Tales would be the uh like the uh fighting all the old Tales characters from like the last games, you know. And some of them oh, are hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did most of that stuff just because I enjoyed the content pretty much. Oh, I did uh, most of it. I just didn't do any of the the like ones where you have to go to the other realm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that that's the one that I haven't done yet. Uh, but yeah. I liked Metroid is good. Some of the boss fights are challenging to say the least, but on the whole, it's pretty good. Yeah, that, that last boss fight is really annoying because he has like three forms. Oh man, did you uh, did you die? Oh yeah, I died you... like at least like ten times. <laughs> um, what did you realize? Like, did you have to have a lot of bring in a lot of uh, you know healing stuff or? No, I mean, there's no. 
there's not that because it's all those energy tanks. Uh, I mean, or missiles, no. or well, it's just like learning this pattern, like his first okay. form. You know, he has different attacks with each form, and then he's only vulnerable at certain spots. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good game. It's probably one of my top ten of the year. So. Hey, that's the uh, positive thing that you're liking that. I mean, with all the hype that's been around it, it's good that uh, people are enjoying it, you know. Yeah. And, and you're liking it, so that's uh, the big thing. I mean, anything else that you want Still to talk about? Still away at Lost Judgment, but I'm, near, I'm really near the end of that game also. Uh, yeah, that game is a lot easier than the past games, uh, or some of them at least. But I felt like the secret boss last night and got my ass handed to me like hard. Like, well, I mean, that is why it's a secret boss. Yeah, I don't mind like a secret. I don't mind like a hard boss, but this guy literally is summoning lightning from the sky, uh, oh, wow. throwing fireballs at me, and like summoning like remote control cars with like bombs on them. Uh, that's all Guns. annoying, but what's worse is, you know, like the heaves or like the EX moves that you can do? Right, yeah. Uh, he's only vulnerable to them once. Like, one, like, the first one you do is like the only one that actually works. And if you try it again, like, try the same move again, he just kind of blocks it or it doesn't do any damage. And then he can also regain his full health. Oh, gosh, wow. His full, full health, too? Yeah. So I got, I got him down to about uh, three-fourths, and then he started, like, spamming me with, like, fireballs and lightning and then he restored his health and i was like yeah i'm done they're like well i'll come back to this later yeah when i'm not getting well, I, don't, I don't i don't really even need to like you get a lot of experience points from that thing but that's about it like you know I'm gonna but do you like it. need the experience points no you know i mean i don't think i'll ever felt that i mean you could kind of grind out experience points to an extent but you don't really need you know you get in attacks but you know i I don't even use this style, so I don't care about filling up this experience, you know, this skill tree at all, because I just never, you know, you will use this. Yeah. Uh, uh, the last thing I'll talk about real quick is I played Tokyo Jungle on my PC. How is that? Uh, it was weird. Uh, so there is a PS3 emulator out there uh, that's actually good, or it's gotten good. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's called, like, RSPC3 or, oh, what is it? Uh, RPCS3, that's it. And because uh, I saw some Kotaku headline that like or article about how it's gotten good, so I tried it. They like it's not every game, but a lot of stuff works in that thing now, which is like shocking because like the PS3 was always like thought to be like the one of the consoles that's like very hard to emulate. Yeah, I mean that Kotaku has been on that lately. Yeah, with the promoting emulation things. Well, I mean, I have the, I I didn't boot like Tokyo Jungle. I have at least two copies of that thing, so I felt. I felt just fine. Oh no, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's different. You that's different. You own that game. You know, it's not like, oh man, I'm I'm sitting here just not doing what I'm supposed it, like taking it from whatever. Yeah. You know? So So well the funny thing about Tokyo Jungle was it's a downloadable game, like it's not, it's like a PSN game. Uh I have a disc for it though, because they put out like this like best of PSN games disc like a while ago. Uh so I basically installed it off the disc, and the emulator didn't know what to do with the disc because the disc is like just basically for PSN games. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I had to like fiddle with it to get it installed, but once it ran, it was fine. Like there's a little graphical corruption here and there in the game, uh, but it looked really nice all told, and I was really shocked that it ran. Like I guess I mean some game not, not every game works, uh, or like fully playable, but this one was or 
it worked for however however long I tried it. So yeah, I mean, hey, that's good. It's always good when you can have you know emulators that actually work and play most of the games yeah. for the reasons of what Mark said. You know, you need to play it on your PC, especially when you're getting these older consoles and you probably don't have act. You, you might have still have the games, or perhaps you don't have access to the console or your console. Uh, yeah, I, whatever I, you know. I mean, my PS3 is in a bin right now, and I haven't turned it on years, and I'd be afraid to, because I know it's, you know, even when I was using it, you know, a decade ago, or, you know, nine years ago, it was on its last legs, so. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how, like I said, there's been times where I turned that PS3 on the last several times I turned it on, and it sounded like a freaking jet, and I thought it was going to, like, just all of a sudden blow yeah. up or something, and... It's like, I'm going to turn this off before I have some kind of electrical fire. Yeah, before it launches off. Yeah, so... I mean, it is that system is hot, and the, you know, thermal pace is old now, and so pretty expensive. Right. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I also had a used PS3. It's not a... Yeah, so did I. I well, I, I bought, like, the launch model 60-gigabyte uh, one stop. Um, so, yeah. I mean, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, and I played a little more Alan Wake, but I'm kind of done with that. Like, it was nice to go back to it, but I don't need to go back to it. Like, I don't need to finish it. And also, right. those chapters are long. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, I do remember that. I was like, does it feel like chapters have been going on forever? Like, I think it was um, like... I played, like... I think it was, like, chapter two. And it just... Yeah, it goes on for just ever. And it's like... You can... I mean, it, you can checkpoint it. Or they checkpointed it pretty well, but it's like... All right, I kind of this is going on a little too long. <laughs> I do like the episodic structure, but still, like you know, chapter one is like an hour, but chapter two is like four or five. For you know, yep. it feels like it. No, so it's like oh it god, <laughs> yeah, because it feels like oh man, it's gonna be one of these like it's a brisk pace kind of thing. It's like oh no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. So I mean, and this is before you know, Telltale kind of codified that and made it into a thing uh, where you can yeah do it episodically and whatnot so eh, it, it's still a great it's still a great game and again for the price that they're asking for getting a remaster that's, that's oh, yeah. a pretty good deal for 30 bucks yeah i dug up my old uh, alan wake limited edition set for the 316 I was like looking at that well uh i have been i beat and already reviewed uh echo generation so that's uh done and dusted for me at least don't yeah. have to be putting that be playing that anymore and also it, it doesn't let you go back to it either once you you beat it you have to start all over so if you forget to do something uh you don't have that option you just have to start the whole thing over and honestly the way that this game is made you don't really want to start it over and do it again uh right. so yeah it's i don't i don't know how much i explained last time but uh now that i've beaten it i kind of understand it more this game is it feels like it's built to make you think constantly and to make you think about every single action that you do. It makes you do math in battle. <laughs> like, it's not... Uh, when you think, when you look at it, just watching a trailer, right, you're seeing the gimmicky attacks uh, and, like, oh, Paper Mario with some exploration, you know, and it is a lot more than just that. There's... It really wants you to explore and find stuff by exploring. Um, yeah. It doesn't tell you where stuff is. It's like a point, of, the old point and click games like Grim Fandango, Data Tentacle, all that. You have to really 
go through every freaking building and search every possible little icon that shows up and hope that the thing that you need shows up or you're going to be going around in circles until you find whatever it is. It just tells you, hey, you got to go find this. And then, well, okay, now figure out where it is in this like five or six areas that you have. And you yeah. can literally run around something and like not notice something that you can click on. And that could be an hour that you lost because you didn't realize that like uh, I've heard some people, there's an office, principal's office inside the school. There's a phone there that you have to prank call the bookstore in order to get them, uh, get her to move this thing that you've moved in order to get her distracted so you can take stuff from the, the bookstore. There's people that don't, I saw it because I'm going around really close and whatever. But there's people that, like they said, they searched for hours and they could not find that phone in that office. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure that's not the last person that probably had that uh, problem. So, yeah. And it, it what bothered me the most is not necessarily that because that's that's kind of comes with the territory of those games. Yeah. Everything's so limited in this game. It's like there's only so many enemies that you can fight. So there's only so much experience you can gain. There's only so many so much money you're going to earn. And you have to spend some of that money on actual items that you need for the game. and also healing items because the way the game is built there's no way to block any attacks you can lessen the amount of damage you get but you cannot block anything so at some point you're either going to have to decide to let characters die and hope that you survive or you're going to have to heal them so that lessens the amount like so everything is a it's like resource management it's almost like a they made like a survival game and it's uh so it's interesting in a way, but it's also annoying. So, and then like they have these pet companions, right? That help you. They don't have a way to heal. They don't have, they can heal you because they have attacks that can do that. Or some of them do anyway, but they don't have access to your inventory. So you can't use any items with them. And also they don't level up with you. They all start at level one. Yeah. So you have random enemies that eventually stop respawning at all. So. How the heck am I supposed to level up this pet if there's nothing for me to kill to gain experience with? It? I don't know if that's a glitch and they just don't have, you know, they don't, they haven't had enough people complain about it to patch it or whatever. But yeah, that it's, I think it's a good game. It's just, it has stuff that's probably going to really irk people that are used to having their hand held or getting hints or having a fast travel system because there's no fast travel. So you have to literally, Go back and forth through every single location every time you need to search for something. And that kind of does get annoying, uh, especially if you're playing on not the series systems. If you're playing on your PC or especially if you're playing on an Xbox One, oh, those loading screens, it get annoying. So uh, get ready for that if you're playing on an older PC or older uh, or the Xbox One. Uh, but it is on Game Pass. I feel like it's one of those perfect Game Pass games because you can decide whether you like it or not, and then you stop playing it, and there you go. You don't spend the twenty-five dollars uh, that it costs to buy it. It doesn't take very long, but like I said, that's how they get you with the length. You're gonna have to be going around searching for stuff for a while. But yeah. yeah. So, and I've also played a. So, did you play any of Far Cry Six at all? Nope. Or, no. Okay. So yeah, late last night we were gonna do the show, but I fell asleep. And I woke up at like, I think it was close to two in the morning. Yep. And I was like, well, Mark, here's Far Cry 6. 
Yeah. And I went ahead and got me Marvel's Guardian uh, as well because I don't really have anything. I mean, there's Pokemon, but it's Pokemon. I'll get it if I feel like it. Um, but I don't really have anything big until Halo Infinite comes out. Um, there's some indies I'm excited about here and there, but you know, it's not the same thing. At least the, you know, the money, the money cost anyway. So I was like, ah, let's, let's splurge a little bit, get Marvel Guardians. And I played through the first section, like the first, like, I guess, prologue section. Yeah. Where they're kind of, you know, they're teaching you. I, well, where I'm at, you're still kind of learning some things, but you know, you get to play with Rocket and Groot. And Star Lord, obviously, who's the main character, uh, they do this really cool like flashback uh, scene is the beginning part where you're like a kid and you get to be in his room and you know go through his room and stuff like that, which I thought was neat. You know, it I really feels like Uncharted meets like a Telltale game with the action set pieces um, is what it feels like to me. Um, it, you know, because there's the the sections where, you know, you're obviously, I haven't gotten to any of the, the, the sections where you're making like big choices. They have you make these little small choices in, in dialogue conversation while you're going through a level. Uh, but I haven't reached any part yet where you're having to make these like big decisions that apparently do change the game. Hey, or at least, yeah. I read one review and it's basically like none of that stuff actually matters. <laughs> ah, man. It sucks when they, uh, they tell you that that stuff's going to matter and then it actually doesn't. Or like, you know, I mean, I guess, and I guess Telltale Games, it all kind of um, ended the same way. It's not like you could re- really change things that much. But I mean, it's like less than even in the, less in this game. So, yeah, I mean, oh, that sucks, man, because that was one of the things that they were really promoting through this. Is that... Yeah, I was like, oh. Rocket will remember that, and it's like okay, but yeah. it does if it doesn't factor into the gameplay at all, or you know, factor into the story. What what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do immediately get the uh, the quips and the jokes. They're constantly making jokes about each other. Yeah, uh, you know, Drax doesn't trust Gamora because she's a traitor at this point. You know, she had just joined the team. Uh, it seems like it's set like right after Drax and Gamora both join. And so, like, you've been around Rocket and Groot for a while. And so Drax and Gamora kind of, they're left to their own devices as a team on their own. And so they make jokes about each other. And uh, right. Rocket makes jokes about uh, Drax. It, it's really, it's funny. And um, you do get to hear some of the music when you're in the flashback scene there uh, at the beginning. So yeah. they, and you can actually go through and you'll see a lot of the tracks that are in the, the soundtrack for the game uh, as well at a certain point before you continue. So you, know, you can find your favorite songs and do all that. But yeah, I mean, it's a, there's, even though you can't play with the other characters, you do upgrade their abilities. So you have to, and it seems like the points are all shared between everybody. So you have to kind of decide whose abilities you're going to upgrade and everything. And, you know, not just upgrading Star Lords. So there's a little bit of management on that end too, but yeah, it so far I've had fun uh, with a little bit that I've been able to play. So I'm excited to be able to get through that more this week, and it's been getting good reviews too. So hey, there's that, Mark. It's not a total failure. It's between a six and an eight. That's the popular consensus. Hey, I, 
I'm see I'm seeing more sevens and eights than sixes uh, so far. And so well, the six was uh, I think destructive. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Void, they gave it like a 6.5 or something, but... Yeah. I mean, usually they're more on the uh, lenient side, so that does say... Yeah, for sure, man. I, I think that will be a, a game that I'm going to be certainly enjoying next week. Uh, plus, I, mean, I got to get... Uh, that. That's why I didn't play any Far Cry 6, because that was up. I was, I mean, I think I was still up when I like finished downloading, but I know it's gonna, you know, the first four or five hours are gonna, I'll be in, like tutorial or intro, so I didn't want to get bogged down yet, quite yet. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I played like the first thirty minutes, and then my body was like, "Dude, go to sleep. Yeah, don't make yourself stay up anymore." And then I played uh for like a couple of hours this morning. So yeah, well, we'll I'll have more to say on that uh next week, and that's. Pretty much what I've been playing. I got still got to review FIFA and Tales of Arise, so I got that, that to do this week as well. Uh, but I, you know, pretty much FIFA, I just got to play around with modes that I don't normally play, like Ultimate, just to fiddle with it and see what they did. I just don't like having modes that feel like you, hey, buy this, do you know, get constantly I mean, get warped that's into. A, that's all FIFA is, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, there's actual sports game in there, uh, but they definitely do want to get you to go play that that ultimate and there's been more in that as well it seems like they are very getting much and much closer to the brink of hey we're uh we're probably gonna break up here and you're gonna have to figure out you know what this what this all means i i don't know what that means that they just don't have access to the international teams and then the fifa license and then of course they have the licenses for everything else so ea is being smart here they know what they're doing this is not like uh, the NCAA where they lost everything when that, that court case came down. So right. they kind of protected, they learned from that and they protected themselves this time. So it really is in FIFA's court of who the hell's going to pay. I, I mean, outside of like Tencent or somebody, who the hell's going to pay that asking price that they're asking? Like, yeah. And then like, like the problem we said last week is like, who's, well, who's going to make the game? <laughs> you know. I can't even imagine, like, even with Take Two having that rock star money and everything else, like, I can't imagine they want to pay that for just to have the name FIFA and then start making a soccer game that they never made before in their lives. They'd have another WWE situation where, like, how long is it going to take for them to make this good, you know? And, and is, uh, is FIFA going to be annoying like WWE are where, well, I mean, to be fair, this is the, they're paying you to make a product. You're supposed to make it good. So they have a right to be upset about it, but still, like, how long is it going to take for that game to be even passable to 
Lopez and yeah. what is now FIFA right now. So really, really going to be interesting what happens with that. They did say, well, I think it's EA wanted to do the NFTs and the like mobile games, stuff like that. And so, you know, FIFA's that's part of the reason why FIFA wants to up the price benefit. So we'll see uh, what happens with that. But, you know, Mark, last week you were saying, when is it that this Grand Theft Auto trilogy is going to come out? It's supposed to come out this year. Well, coming out pretty fast here. November yeah. 11th is when it's it's hitting. Did you watch that trailer? I have not. Well, I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto 3 and, and Grand Theft Auto 3. I mean, it like, looks, I, yeah. I mean, I watch it. It looks really good, kind of. And I say that because, like, they obviously did, like, a lot of work to it. But, like, the animation looks off or like, looks looks weird now in comparison to how the models look, you know? Oh, because cause of the, uh, like, remastering? Yeah. Like, you'll have, like, a character, like, waving his arm or, like, his hand around. It's like, well, in GTA 3 or Vice City or, you know, San Andreas, that made sense because his arm was, like, or his hand was, like, you know, a few polygons and had no real articulation. Like, you can see, like, way more detail on the hand, and it's still, like, not moving, though. I'm seeing it here because I'm showing the the video version. I I see that, yeah. (laughs) That looks interesting. So, you you know, there are, you know, yeah, they just do, like, a handshake, and it's like, there's no hand movement, or, you know, there's no, like, finger movement, because in the original game, they had no fingers, or, you know, so... Yeah, I mean they can't really do a whole lot, but at least they have. You can see the fingers now, right? At least yeah. You can see the hand and there yeah, is. Yeah, like the, the old character moving his hand around. We just saw. It's like, yeah, that this looks yeah. that looks awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you could definitely tell there is has been some work done. I mean, it's not like oh, yeah. just, so. I mean, that's interesting too that they added that. And, and, I mean, sixty bucks, which is good price. Uh, I think it's coming to Game Pass early. Yeah, the well, this is so crazy. I feel like before we get to November 11th, they're going to announce that Vice City is part of it, too. That makes no sense to have now two parts of it on Game Pass and one part of it's not. Like, I know there are three different games, but really? <laughs> and it's also on PS Now as well, so... Well, I think the I mean, PS Now one is just GTA 3. Okay, is that what it is? PS Now got GTA 3 and an Xbox... I thought I saw that Game Pass got both GTA 3 and... I only saw Game Pass um, get San Andreas, and it's like between the two, uh, Game Pass wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean because that's the the most recent one. I I have a real kind of distinct not lo- like I don't hate it, but I don't like GTA Three. Man, that's the uh, like I love Vice City. GTA Three was just it was of its own time. You know? Yeah, I mean I love Vice City and San Andreas, but not GTA Three. You know, I don't like the sound yeah. protagonist. Uh and then, yeah, just the story kind of went nowhere, I thought. Yeah. but I just remember dying a lot. Yeah. And, uh, getting killed a lot <laughs> by the police. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. you're correct. It is San Andreas is coming to Game Pass and GTA 3 is coming to Game Pass. Uh, I wonder how much Vice City costs that they could, one of them couldn't. Uh, I get maybe Rockstar's being smart, though. Keep one of them off so that people have to buy it. Because if you, right. you know, if you have both services, then you wouldn't buy the. I still haven't seen much about, uh, I know they took, I think I saw some uh, page or some article about how they t- removed the Confederate flag from yes, I think Vice City or maybe San- one of the two. Uh, I-, I haven't seen anything about the radio situation, though. So I'm, I'm real curious about that one. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine they have to, like, have that in there, right? I mean, because 
No, because like the mobile port, when they redid that, if like when they released that like years ago, they like cut a radio station entirely. <laughs> well, cutting one radio station and cutting like the entirety of the music is a different thing. Oh, I, I'm sure they'll have a majority of the music, but not all. You know, not all of it. You know. Okay. Yeah. As long as it's not. I mean, because that's what I loved about Vice City is hey, getting to hear all those like '80s tracks. So yeah, please don't tell me like, that that stuff all yeah, got cut I, out. Believe me, I'm sure it'll still have Flock of Seagulls in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that song was everywhere in that commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> out. I think he probably hated Grand Theft Auto by the time, because he's like, man, don't make my one-hit wonder even more of a one-hit wonder than it already was. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he probably loved it because he got money, you know? <laughs> well, he loved it because he got money, but I'm sure if he was going on tour or anything still, it's like, what do I do? I know I have to play this song. Yeah. I mean that's that's not the only old thing that has uh, kind of gotten some some play. Again, I did mention you know being happy about Halo Infinite coming out, and well, they finally did it. They showed off the Halo Infinite campaign trailer, and we know some of the story here that Master Chief is searching for Cortana, and the other Cortana-like figure was actually made to sort of lock down Cortana. So uh, interesting how that uh, works out. They're going to like a new, the humans have taken over this other Halo. And so Master Chief has to figure out uh, what to do with that. Uh, did you watch this at all? Or? Uh, I watched a little of it, but I'm not that invested in a Halo story. Okay, that's fair enough. Like, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting that it's going to be pretty different from a regular Halo game. Um, I mean, I love some of the, the gameplay... I mean, not to mention it looks really good, but the, like, some of the gameplay stuff where he flies off something and then has the rocket launcher ready and it shoots down. And, uh, the being able to use the grappling hook in midair to be able to grab onto a banshee or something or a ghost is yeah. pretty awesome. Like, just having the grappling hook in general just makes the game better. But, uh, and then there's like a web, there's like a vehicle depot now too, which is, you know, something that you've never really seen, uh, they've never really had in well, the Halo games before. I mean, the fact uh, they have experience points. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, well, remember, this game was supposed to be more of an open world. Yeah. Like, keep, you know, a games as a service game at first. And then they kind of changed it back to, well, we kind of got to make a Halo. Uh, but some of those elements are still there, like you said, like the experience points and everything else. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I just... I, I love that we're finally getting to see it. I was so worried that they would just release the game and kind of not show anything and just be like, oh, well, here it is, folks. That's I hope you like it. They right. seem to be actually behind it. And from what we, what we saw in like six minutes that they showed, there was a lot there. So I'm uh, definitely, definitely excited. Some of the new enemies look great, like those like bat enemies. Those are going to be interesting uh, how you take those down. And, of course, the... There's like this ninja enemy that's going around trying to kill you. Uh, so there's that um, as well, along with the brute. And of course, the regular uh, Halo enemies that we're used to. So I am, I'm totally down for this. It's almost, we're almost a month away. Like I'm about a month and a half away now from Halo Infinite coming out. So until they delay it again. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me they're going to delay it again. But it is going to be, I, I think watching this trailer. Kind of made me sad that there's no, like, campaign. Right. Uh, yeah, no co-op campaign, sorry. Like, I can't uh, go pull Randy and be like, hey, Randy, let's go play, or Jens, or, 
you know, anybody. Like, I, it's just by myself. So I don't think uh, Halo is Yenza's bag. <laughs> uh, it's not okay. Well, you know, I just figure this is such a big uh, release, maybe. But you know, definitely a Randy or just or, yeah. or like an old friend or something from somewhere that's living somewhere else and might have an Xbox. Can't um can't go pull them into the game at all. So. I mean, you can play multiplayer with them, but not the campaign, which is what, how I played Halo was with my friend's uh, campaign, and then we played the multiplayer for hours afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, it, it does make you kind of sad for that part, but hopefully it'll be in soon enough, and it, it won't be like this long wait that you have to wait for Call to be included, much like, you know, Forge and everything else. So right. we'll see what happens uh, with this. But definitely they did a great job here showcasing the the campaign and makes it even more excited for the game to come out uh, yep. pretty soon here. So yeah, I mean, I keep on that train with old, old games here. Finally, actually some substantiated rumors of Splinter Cell is actually possibly happening. Do you believe it, Mark? Do you... No, no. Okay. I mean, it'd be nice, but no, because they, you know, jerked us around too much and, I they apparently don't care about Splinter Cell or you know uh, unless they're shoving Sam Fisher into like bad free to play games or you know the whole third echelon nonsense like that uh class based shooter like the really aggro punk looking one I mean right. the fact that like Ubisoft keeps pumping out these like weird offshoot games instead of just giving us yo Splinter Cell I mean they did say it's a small chance it could be announced next year I would have guessed like at E three or something like that. They yeah. always like to announce a new uh, Tom Clancy outfit. We forget this is also a Tom Clancy game. They continue to go with the everything in Tom Clancy but Splinter Cell. And so now that's finally uh, coming in uh, again. Uh, well, it, yeah, mean, like, well, the rumor was, yeah, open world, like Hitman style gameplay. And it's like, I, I don't know if that would be good for Splinter Cell. Because, like, Hitman, the whole thing about Hitman is you can literally, like, put on a different costume and, like, walk around people. Splinter, or walk around, you know, the populace. Splinter Cell but you're doesn't have also kind of hiding yourself. Yeah. And, yeah, it's still stealth gameplay in Splinter Cell, so. You mean Hitman? Or, well, Splinter Cell has stealth gameplay in it. Oh, right? sure. But, like, yeah. Splinter Cell always has this, you know, levels. Or, you know, yeah, you can just, like, or closed off routes. So you can't just attack a building however you want. Oh, really. no, no, yeah, it's that's that's the big difference. Not only is it the costumes, it's Hitman's kind of made it to where, like, well, you kind of create your own how you want to kill everyone, whereas Splinter Cell is like, okay, I guess it's kind of more like Metal Gear, where you're deciding where and I mean, when to be stealthy. But the, the yeah. thing about that is, like, yeah, Metal Gear, Metal Gear is like that, but, like, Metal Gear 5, Solid 5 was pretty good, but yeah. that wasn't really, like, I mean, that was an open-world game, but it's still... It was kind of a sandbox, you know, right. and it's just kind of strange because like you kept having to go back to, like your home base, and I, I assume if they do a Splinter Cell, it'll be, it'll be more like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean that the rumor, like you said, is to have some Hitman elements. I mean, some Hitman elements would be to let you have more freedom in how you take down characters, I guess, you know, and not necessarily but, have to be close off routes. I guess for me though, my, my problem with that is like. If, if I had that type of freedom, I would just, like, pop a drone, find the target I need to, and then blow up the door next to him. <laughs> like, Hitman incentivizes you to, like, actually be stealthy and to right. figure out ways, like, different ways of killing your opponent, or killing your target, I should say. Splinter Cell doesn't really have that. 
it's just hey yeah. kill this guy or you know get to him and that's about it i mean just it's interesting to me that like this has been what uh nine years well more nine years like i think blacklist uh, was 2013 yeah 2013 so seven yeah eight eight okay yeah i mean that's still a long time for people have been really clamoring for this to come every time they announce the tom glancy game it's like no that's not the one we want ubisoft thanks the, the funny thing is is uh blacklist didn't sell <laughs> like yeah and that was actually to me the best one of the franchise i mean me and Ian's played i think i don't think we finished it but we played a lot of it like co-op together just like halo used to have uh and i love the like you actually had a lot of freedom in that game too because you could like buy different equipment and equip it like you could you know you could go fully stealth or try to go full like rambo and the game let you do that but the game didn't sell, so that's why Ubisoft hasn't made one. Why do you think that were the people just not like Blacklist at that point, or is it? I don't know. I don't know. I think they were. I don't know if that was when they replaced the main actor, Michael Ironside, or not. That might have been like one of the previous ones. I know people were put off by that, which is really dumb. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it was like not what people were like expecting, like the traditional Splinter Cell, because that one that one also had, was a little more open about what you could do so yeah maybe it just didn't you know appeal to people yeah i mean also at that point you had well you had that was the six splinter cell game yeah in about almost 10 years right so maybe a little bit of burnout at that point as well Well, i mean by that time assassin's creed was in very much yeah. its day and yeah that's it like far cry 3 i think was coming out or maybe even was out by that point uh, but there are a lot more open, like open world stealth games out there than than Blacklist. Yeah, and, I mean, I think also like I don't know if Splinter Cell like lends itself to the Ubisoft format that they have now as well as the other games do. Not so at perhaps, all. <laughs> yeah, so perhaps that was just something of like Ubisoft's like, well, we don't really know what to do with this now that we're making games this way. Yeah, Bl- okay. Blacklist was the one where they replaced Michael. Uh, Sam or Michael Ironside is the voice of Sam Fisher. Uh, oh, okay. Which is good because I remember uh, Splinter Cell, the, the last one, he, he sounded like drunk half the time. So it's like, yeah, that, yeah this is needed. But it's like, we're, it's weird that like something as minor as that, because that, I think that was a huge backlash. Like, that's, who cares, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's, uh, wasn't it? All, well, it was also on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Yeah, it came to a bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah, I played the 360 version. Right. I think the Wii U one is later, too, I want to say. Uh, yeah, well, probably considering the way the Wii U was at that time. Uh, yeah, and worse. So <laughs> it is good. It's good that this is finally coming back. Let's hope that they can uh, kind of reimagine and get what was good about Splinter Cell and also kind of add more of the modern stuff to it. I mean, deciding to add... Hitman stuff being a more successful, like you said, open world or just kind of open environment stealth game is a good one to take from, at least. Yeah, I I just don't have a lot of faith in faith in uh, Ubisoft. Oh, okay, fair enough. Like you know, because they 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 announce projects all the time, even like have rumored about projects, but it's like look at how like look at like Beyond Good and Evil Two. Yeah. Or. Uh, I mean, they finally canceled Wild after like nine years or, you know, six years or whatever. But like, look at, uh, what's the other one? 
uh, Skull and Bones or whatever the hell the yeah, pirate Skull game and is. Bones, which that's apparently still in production and still work, being worked on, and they had to change a lot of it. And Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. I mean, I think also, like, think about who's probably left that even worked on Square Cells. Like, you're talking about a whole... This is a totally different people working on it that have no... I mean, they obviously may have played the game or they would have to play the games to understand them. But this is not people that really have experience like making those games. So now they're going back to that. Right. I think that's a different thing for them too when they're so used to making, you know, Assassin's Creed the way it is and finding ways to have five different DLCs and have the game last 200 hours. And that, that's, uh, yeah, that's another thing. That's like, kind of game. Like, it's, yeah, you're not going to have Splinter Cell, like, yeah, last 50 hours or be some like live service game. Like, even Hitman doesn't really do that. Like, it has, like live service elements, but not to the extent that like a typical Ubisoft game would have. So yeah, uh, I, I, that's gonna it's gonna be interesting how Ubisoft does it because yeah, this is totally not in their their realm. Like everything they do has to have some kind of continuous element to it. Like every game has to be able to have like I mean I guess they could add DLC to it, right? Like Hitman. I, but what else after that? I guess I imagine if. if if this is all true, I imagine you'll have like a big ass city environment and like every few days or, you know, it'll be some like rotating band of targets you'd eliminate. And the, the okay. point like you have to figure out how to get, get to the target, like in like an office building or some skyscraper or something. And it'll be stuff like that. Yeah. But again, my methodology would just be pop a drone, fly it into, fly it into the building and blow it up, you know? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of, old characters coming together uh so we we have the nickelodeon game that came out at the beginning of the month uh seems to be fine i haven't heard anything like totally just derogatory about it but obviously it's missing things i think we've talked about like doesn't have the music for the characters and all that stuff yeah now warner brothers is getting into the act of the smash brothers uh clone and Apparently, it's not being handled by NetherRealm Studios. There was rumors going around that it was. Uh, Jeff Grubb is saying that it's not another Realm game. Jeff Grubb is pretty on point with when he's posting uh, rumors and things. So, obviously, Warner Bros. has that whole Warner library to have access to. And that's a lot of different characters. I mean, if you could say there's companies that could do this, right? There's only so many. Like, Disney could do this, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Warner Bros. is another one of those. <laughs> this, this lineup of characters, something. I want to know how they're going to make this all work. Uh, so right now we have the rumored list of the games being, I guess, codenamed Multiverses right now. Shaggy, obviously Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, Tom and Jerry, Batman, Fred Flintstone, Mad Max, and Johnny Bravo from Cartoon Network. Okay. What do you think? I, I'm reminded of Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Uh, but also, it it seems that lineup seems kind of kind of 
safe and boring, I would say. I mean, well, you're going to announce the ones that people know, right? First. Right. I mean, you're you're not going to announce like, I don't know, pick random Hanna-Barbera character here, like uh Huckleberry Hound or something. Like, I mean, uh I, I, like I I want like I want this to be like Mugen, like that, you know, fighting game that has a bunch of like weird sprites, you know, weird ripped off characters. So yeah. instead of, you know, instead of, uh, oh, who is it? Yeah, instead of like Shaggy or Batman, I want like Neo from the Matrix or, uh, oh, what's his name? He could be in it technically, I guess, right? Or, uh, Henry Hill from Goodfellas. <laughs> Henry Hill from Goodfellas. <laughs> hey, that's a Warner Brothers movie. Why not? Oh my God. Or uh, the Kurt Russell's character from Soldier. His alternate skin will just be the Master Chief costume. Uh, but, I mean, it, it has... A, there's, there's problems with making a, like, brawler, like, party fighting game. And I think, like, right. Nickelodeon had, ran into the issue of, at, at its core, it's a, good, it's a decent enough fighting game. Uh, but it has none of the personality and, like, none of the... The other thing is to make Smash Yeah, to make it, like, right? memorable, yeah. And it's funny because that PlayStation All-Stars game, you know, a decade ago or years ago, whenever the hell that came out, that was the opposite problem. It had a lot of good, uh, like, you know, good characters and good, like, atmosphere, but the fighting engine sucked. Yeah. <laughs> if the fighting engine sucks, doesn't matter if you have all the other stuff. If the game's not fun to play, then yeah. forget about it. So you need both those things. Like, that's why, like, Smash, even, like, the original Smash, like, worked because, like, it, yeah. It only had, like, you know, 10 characters or 12 characters, but it had a, like, respect for the characters to an extent. And, right. like, it's, like, property as well that it still worked. Yeah. I, and that's the thing is, like, the fact that NetherRealm was not involved in it because, you know, we've seen them uh, that we always go back to that WWE Immortals game, uh, which was awesome for right. the fact of, like, taking WWE characters and basically putting them in a, almost like a Mortal Kombat setting. And making them cool and making it fun. And it was a mobile game. And it's like, man, imagine what they could do with this to have all these characters at their disposal. And then what do you do with the brawler base around it? So it's, I'm going to have to really, number one, see a trailer and then also like find out who is, who's the company that's, that's behind this at all. You know, Travers Tales. I mean, they're fine, but you know, they're not. I'm kind of joking about that one, but I mean, yeah, like I don't, I don't know the structure of WB's like hierarchy of game company, you know, who they have. Right. Well, plus we still don't know what's going on with the, are they going to split them off? Are they not? Are they, what are they going to do with all of them? So that's, that's all still up in the air too, but it is interesting that they are like coming out with something, a brand new IP uh, at that time when this is going on. So, yeah, I mean, at at least there's, you got, you're seeing that it's going to be varied. So that's, interesting in a way too apparently this all came about because there was an ultra instinct shaggy meme going around where a shaggy was looking like ultra instinct goku yeah i mean there's always been like fan art like that because like, a funny right. uh like john cena going super saiyan video on youtube oh <laughs> yeah i remember that one the over nine thousand with john yeah. Cena can't can't see me and he's not there or yeah. So, so he'll be in the game also. <laughs> Why not? Just throw him in there. An extra special character. You know, Mortal Kombat has characters that have nothing to do with their series in there. Right. Why not? Uh, well, you know, that was the whole thing with PlayStation All-Stars Battle World. They didn't have enough characters 
So they had to go bring in like uh, Assassin's Creed and another characters in there. It's like what? What? You know? Well, right, Assassin's whatever. Creed originally was supposed to be a PlayStation uh, franchise. Yeah. And then Ubisoft was like, oh, wait, we can make more money putting out everything. So here you go. Smart on Ubisoft's part there. Like, imagine what that would have been. Telling oh, man. Game. Imagine if they put the Iron Giant in the game. That would be an interesting one, how you make it work, right? Like, by the way, Smash has, like, Ridley and stuff like that. So, it'll be, it'll be I the mean, boss. That's, that's the thing. Do you have someone like Sakurai that is very dedicated to making sure that all these characters are going to work and all of them can actually... Like, be useful in that game. Not just, okay, well, here's a character. It's in there. Cool. Oh, but when you play as them, it's, like, useless. Yeah. You know? So, you don't want... Or you don't want all these characters to kind of play similarly either because then that takes the fun out of it, too. So, there's a lot that they have to really um, think about here as they're doing that. Um, so, other interesting news involving uh, an old... Oh, well... I think that they're still going on. The Wu-Tang Clan have a video game in the works, an RPG, in fact, being made by Brassline Entertainment. Um, it's pretty much a Microsoft project, so probably going to be exclusive to Xbox. I mean, I don't know if that means the actual, like, band or if it's just the martial arts style, but, you know, it would be, be interesting. It'll be a sequel to Shaolin style from the PS1. Yeah, but, hey, I mean... That's cool that Microsoft is doing stuff like this. We're just making some weird games and letting them be. Who knows when we'll see it or how far along it is, but it's out there and it's happening. So there's that. No, no one can stop it. You say that. But, you know, what can stop a game is the delay, Mark. And a game that I was really looking forward to, the Advanced Wars 1 to 2 reboot camp, has been delayed. It's no longer coming out December 3rd. And... It's now coming out spring of 2022. So everything is coming spring of 2022, Mark. Just everything <laughs> at this point. I mean, you look at, like, I was looking at November and I was like, what the heck is even coming out in November besides the Pokemon uh, remakes? Uh, I shouldn't get my chance. Like, that's about it. Oh, oh. I shouldn't get my chance. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of stuff coming out, like, in the 11. Or, like, and then, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, well, what? For some reason, I always thought, I already thought Call of Duty was coming, was already out. But, um, you know, still, the <laughs> that's the big thing is, like, so much stuff has been delayed, and this is just, like, another one of those that's not getting delayed. But it's good. It's good that Nintendo's taking their time with it and making sure it's going to be uh, good for when it does come out. It's kind of a bummer because I was excited to, like, really play that game when it's coming out, but I have to wait. Uh, yeah, it looks okay. Begin... Yeah. Yeah. We've been accustomed to waiting this year, so. I never played I never played like the original one, so I can't comment on them at all. <laughs> ah, they're great, great strategy games. I did play the, uh, I did like one of the games that ripped off the Military Madness. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. There's been a lot of uh, those like Advanced War ripoffs. No, I meant Advanced War ripped off Military Madness. <laughs> oh, yes, but hey, you know what? They're uh, taking inspiration. That's a yeah. Uh, at least well, they not... added like a story and characters, yeah. so that was different than. Military Madness, which is literally blue guys versus green guys, and that was it. That's why Advanced Wars are remembered, right? You think about yeah. those characters in the story. So, something to that. Speaking of characters, Overwatch finally has the renamed McCree character. His name is Cole Cassidy. That seems like such a... Oh, hey, you know who was named Cole Cassidy? A WWE, character, a WWE superstar. You know how, like, 
boilerplate those names are. Good job, Blizzard. Yeah, it's incredibly generic. Like, you wouldn't expect that normally from Blizzard, but hell, just call him, like, Rainer. You know, why not? Uh, I don't know. They might as well just call them Gunman. Cowboy Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good that he finally does have the new name, but God. Now they can get uh, all the voice actors in to re-record the lines. (laughs) And he's been officially renamed today. So as of today, he should have the new uh, name. Uh, as far as that goes. So there's that uh, for you folks that are playing Overwatch. And I don't know when you're going to get your Overwatch too, but keep going. Keep going with the Overwatch. Uh, I I fired it up recently because they had their Halloween event going on right now. Right. And it just seems incredibly, like, boring. <laughs> or, you know. I mean, have they really added anything, like, major in a while? No. And even, like, the Halloween costumes, like, for this year kind of sucked. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's just, but also like not surprising. Game, well, the game's obviously in, in like a holding pattern, but it's like, yeah, like Overwatch right. Two needs to come out like next month, not two years from now. <laughs> like, how much, how much longer can you coast on this thing? Oh, and that's the thing too. It's like it, you know, because they're making Overwatch Two, there's not an emphasis to sit there and make like big content it, for exactly Overwatch yeah. One. Whereas you really could have just not announced it and made. Content. I mean, Activision has the money, bro. Don't tell me they don't have the money to have a team that's they a separate team that could have been making, uh, uh you know, Overwatch two or you know, most of the lead team making Overwatch two, and then have a separate team that is making content and actual like content that's worth it for Overwatch one, so that you don't. Because again, like you said, that's two years. Man. Yeah. Like the chance that you have of like losing a huge player base that maybe doesn't come back. Because they saw what you did with your content role for Overwatch 1. I mean, that's that's a serious thing. Obviously, you know, when they come out with Overwatch 2, they're going to be sitting there doing all the, the League stuff again and trying to get it all popular again. And, you know, that will probably get people into it. But, man, I just don't, uh, you know, I just, I just don't have faith in that for now. I mean, they got I mean, they got to fix their internal problems right now for that anyway. <laughs> Yeah, they should have announced Overwatch 2 and gone like, hey, it'll be out in six months. Exactly, the bait, yeah. The beta is out now. Or, you know, if you pre-order now, you can, you can play the beta or something they, like that. They did, the, they did the typical uh, Blizzard thing of announce it and then, well, it'll come out when it comes out. And it's like, this is not the kind of game that you needed, that you have the whole it comes out when it comes out thing. Yeah, it ain't it's Diablo. Like, or not, It's not StarCraft. Yeah, exactly. It's not Diablo where people just kind of keep doing it and keep doing it and then they will add things and it kind of incentivizes them to keep going. But it's like Overwatch, definitely you need to have a different kinds of content. And that's just not not conducive to this. But we'll see. We'll see what happens Yeah, uh, when that goes down. Interesting that we finally have the... Right now, sorry, I have uh, someone deciding to run a garbage disposal while I'm recording for some reason. So Fun. it's uh, messing me up. But uh, uh, Eric Barone who is the creator of Stardew Valley, um, is making a... It's sort of Stardew Valley 2, but he's not calling it that. It's called The Haunted Chocolatier. That You know what? I will give him props for coming up with an interesting name. At least, like, I don't think anybody would have been like, yeah, let's name my game Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, so, and, and the reason why it is, because apparently it's, it's an environment where it's going to be different, like, where you have forests, and you have uh, like snowy parts, and you also have areas where you're gonna have uh, 
dead ghost uh, staffing the place. So uh, why not? Well, I think like, I, I, did you watch the trailer or no? I like, yeah. The ghosts I'm are gonna... literally like making your chocolate, <laughs> like like running a shop, and they're like your employees. It looked like. Yeah, I mean, what you know, like that's cool though. Like I like the fact that he has I his mean, own. This game reminded me of it. It's like a cross between Stardew Valley and Reketeer. Yeah. Or not Reketeer, not Reketeer. It's oh, yeah, Reketeer and Item Shop Hill. That's it. I think it's like pronounced differently though. Maybe who knows? But that game was like, yeah, you run a shop and you have to sell crap to people, and then you can also like dungeon hire up yeah. hire explorers or hire heroes to like explore the dungeon to get more stuff. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I I love the fact that we have like slimes and birds and all this kind of other uh, like things that you uh, need to fight to get the ingredients for the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. I mean you're not just exploring the stupid mine like you were in uh, Stardew Valley. So that's that's a positive. Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely learned from. I wonder if that means you know multiplayer will be available pretty quickly from the beginning and not. I don't know if there's a lot of multiplayer. I mean, yeah. you think it's going to be like only single? Yeah, because I mean player? it looks like it has still has like the social aspect, but it looks like way more of an actual like item based game, game or you yeah. know, but it still has like the social. It still has like the like gift giving crap from Stardew Valley or like the relationship, but yes. you're not making a farm or you're not, it doesn't look like that at all. <laughs> yeah. It looks like more of a, like, you know, a typical or not typical, but just like a, an adventure game where you're making choices and you're getting things. And yeah. Um, yeah. It's not, Hey, I have my farm and let's keep building it. And stuff, right. So. But uh, it looks cool. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll get it at launch, but I like, I did like uh, Stardew Valley. So, Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he did say it. Uh, it's also more of an action RPG. He right. said it's uh, a little more fighting, a little less farming, as we saw in the tra- you know, if you watch the video, like of the trailer while we're talking. Uh, so there's that at least um, that yeah. you will be. If you didn't like the fact that that game was pretty much like oh farming, not too big on that. You get his game made in more of a uh, traditional style. So there's that at least. Um, and that will entice me because I'm not a big, like, oh, go farm this and make that kind of thing. Yeah, I wasn't either, but I'm, I think Stardew does kind of work, but then, like, it has systems in it that are just kind of wonky. Like, I actually didn't like the uh, dungeon stuff that much in that game, just because right. it's so kind of boring after a while, or, you know, samey. But this looks more action-oriented, like you have like, a bow and arrow, which didn't exist in Stardew Valley, I know that. <laughs> yeah, and you have swords and stuff like that, too. Yeah. There's, well... I know I was looking forward to this, Mark, and I know you are because you're a, you're a big uh, Sonic fan. But man, that's really a bummer that Sonic Mania Two looks like it might have been canceled. Um, I mean, why why cancel the game that uh, was probably one of the best you've had in a long time? When it, you think about Sonic, because they have and, to greenlight Sonic uh, so- Sonic the Fighters Two. <laughs> well, and Sonic whatever that we still don't know what that the name of the game is that new game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so apparently Zippo, who were the team that made Sonic Mania, um, saying that basically Sega were being very unreasonable, extremely unreasonable. Uh, and so they did not uh, continue with Evening Star. And now Evening Star went on to make their own platform that has nothing to do with Sonic. And that's kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, that's not the first time Sega has been, I mean, not the first time Sega's done something like that, where they, I ruined what could potentially be a franchise for them 
it because of dumb Sonic people. is like baffling because like they will make a game uh even if it's like a halfway decent game like colors I guess that got decent reviews at the time yeah but they won't iterate on it they'll just make a whole new other game after that and it's like wait why didn't you, why didn't you just make another yeah, one aside of these from fix the like the original it, Sonics right yeah you know, fix the issues it had, and then, you know, release it, and hey, it'll do better. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, that doesn't make sense. It's just, like, I get it also that you want to, like, make new things with your, with your star character or whatever, but it's also just, don't you want to make money? Like, don't you want to, like, sell games? Like, people well, want more of that, what they played, so why not I mean, let that I, company do that? Like I've always said, the issue with Sonic... And the reason why the Mania worked is because it was a 2D game. Right. Like, they keep trying to put Sonic in 3D crap, and it doesn't work because of the speed and camera issues, at least typically. Right. Uh, I mean, look at Mario. Mario works in 3D because Mario is kind of a slow character. Yes. Uh, that, like, that why, like, it's weird that Kirby is taking so long to be 3D because he's slow, too. Right. You know. Uh, well, Kirby, I think the difference between Mario and Kirby is, like, Mario doesn't have... Most Mario games, 3D Mario games, don't have power-ups. Yeah. Or they may have, like, no, one or two suits, or like maybe three or four, but that's about it. Like, Kirby has at least... Mario doesn't fly, really. Right. You know, Kirby has at least ten different powers, or, you know, more, depending on what they do. Uh, but, yeah, like, 3D Sonic games don't work. But, like, look at, like, compare Mario 64 to, like, Mario Odyssey. Aside from the hat shit and the possession stuff, they are basically the same game. Yeah. You can and it's not, that. like... That ain't a negative. Happens. Like, hey, if it if it if it if it works, don't break it. But Sonic Sonic three and three D has never worked, at least generally, and they've never taken the time to fix it. So yes. they should be, you know, paying Christian Whitehead and either you know this the team as much as they want for Sonic Mania two, and then from Sonic Mania two to Sonic Mania ten. Yeah, they could definitely. And like you said. don't get me wrong, there are parts in Sonic Mania I don't like, but it's the best Sonic game since. For 20 years. <laughs> yep. Ah, Sega, why, why, why? So, that being said, speaking of another uh, Japanese studio, Grasshopper Manufacturer, of course, that's the uh, Suda51 studio. Yeah. Uh, it's been bought by NetEase, which are the second largest games company in China behind Tencent. Uh, Suda is obviously happy because that means he can make bigger games, bigger production budget, because his... Uh, I mean, he's gotten something like Shadows of the Dam was... Like published by Yay, and uh, you know he had the Lollipop Chainsaw and all that. I mean, those are the two games that I really loved from Grasshopper Manufacturer. I think they also had. Did he make a Mad World as well? Uh, I believe um, so. Or no, no, that was, I think that was Sega. Well, but like I think he's involved in that game, right? So oh, that's Platinum. Platinum, okay, Platinum. Either. Uh but oh, he made a uh, Killer is Dead. But yeah, he has a lot of. Like, really interesting games and, like, interesting concepts. Like, that Flower, Sun, Rain game is, like, when I think of, like, original games. Yeah. That is something that, like, you don't see ever again, uh, something like that that was made. So, you know, it's interesting that he will have, like, production to finally go with, like, what his ideas and, and everything else. And then also, you know, we talked the last week, uh, was the, um, Yakuza uh, creator or like director, Produ- yeah. right? Got, uh, go into NetEase as well. So NetEase is starting to make some moves. And I mean, that's those are two big names to go ahead and grab already that quickly. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this is all going to work out. 
Well, it's um, funny because I think uh, Studio also said that they're not going to make a No More Heroes, you know, that's gone or that's done. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, I, I assume Nettie's not going to let him just work with other big publishers like that. Um, yeah. But he did, so he doesn't own the IP that's owned by. No, I think they do own it. Uh, but he just doesn't want to make it anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fine. And like, you've done a, what you can with No More Heroes. You did three games. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like, that's it. I mean, well, not just three games. I mean, he did the three big games. People like wanted him to make that one. third game. Yeah. Um, and then that Travis, the, the mini game thing. Yeah, uh, the but, bad one. <laughs> yeah. So, like you know, and he was uh he he writ he wrote some stuff for that Power Pro Wrestling World as well. But yeah, I mean he he did everything he could with uh No More Heroes. Obviously, also director on the Silver Case, which for the time Silver Case was a a big game. I tried to play the remaster um when it came out a few years ago. I don't think it worked that well. Yeah, uh, they definitely was a game for its time for its time. Uh, so like. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of Suda, so I'm happy for him. Well, I, this is more of a, like, let's see what actually happens, like, what comes out of it, uh, for him, in a way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the last thing we haven't talked about here is that God of War apparently is being made by a, from PC, is being made by a port studio, uh, Jetpack, who have history of making, uh, Dark Souls for PC, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, uh, as well. And, you know, NBA live games, which, well, that, that's not a, a, a great thing to talk about here, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. Hopefully, uh, hopefully mm-hmm. it's fine and works, and that's what matters. Those, those PS5 games work pretty well on PC. I mean, there may be different studios, but I mean, Sony's like, I can release like a busted version of one of their games, especially. Yeah, they're not going to let game. the busted. <laughs> they would definitely get another studio to work on it before they just let it release like that. Right. Because it's. It's God of War. I mean, you cannot get that wrong and put that on PC and be like, hey, go go spend a bunch of money on it. Um, unlike, say, Nintendo with the N64. <laughs> yes, unlike, say, Nintendo with it. But hey, you know what? We talked about this last week. I said, watch it, because they did not improve the back end of Switch Online at all. And look what's happening already. I mean, stuff's not working right. Uh, apparently, the this is very Nintendo, too, but... Apparently the you can only play with friends online. You cannot play with randoms. I so, think I I kind of expected that actually. Yeah. Uh, and it just like some stuff is weird. Like it doesn't uh, work right. I mean, God. well, the the online part doesn't work correctly because apparently they need like every player to be in sync or have a like, perfect internet. That's just not really That's feasible. Not, yeah, I mean, like it doesn't make sense to me. Somebody doesn't go and tell Nintendo like you have to account for the fact that. Everybody around the world doesn't have the same uh, same kind of internet. I don't get it. Why is that difficult for Nintendo to grasp? And... Well, that's an issue. But also another issue is uh, apparently, like Sega Genesis works fine because of right. course it does. But uh, the N64 emulator has problems. Uh, I saw parts about or bits about like it has laggy controls and like yeah. I think it's Zelda in particular. Ocarina of Time looks kind of or is like busted on it. Like I saw someone like backflipping in uh one of the villages and like the game basically like slowed way down and then it crashed. Ugh, wow. And I think that's cool. <laughs> like, you know. That that's what you want when you're you know, trying to you're charging look, you don't even have a monthly fee for this like you do with the Switch Online, the regular. You're charging 
$50 a year, you have to pay either 30 more if you already have Switch Online, or in like in my case, I don't even have Switch Online. You got to pay $50 up front, and it doesn't even work necessarily well, and maybe. the emulator doesn't work well just to play it single player, which that's not great. Maybe maybe that's why there's no, no monthly fee, because people just play it for a month or just a few days and go, screw this, and not play it again. Yep. No, but that's the problem. Like, to play it, you got, I mean, Nintendo was smart here in that, well, we're going to make you pay for a year because if you don't touch it, well, we already got our money. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, I kind of understand them, like you said, right? They'll, they'll do the thing of, oh, well, they'll play the games they want or figure out it doesn't work and then they won't touch it again and they won't come back to it. So now it's like, well, even if you don't come back to it, you paid you 50 bucks. So whatever. But it's like, yeah. that's so, crappy as well because if you know these games are not gonna you know work very well then perhaps you need to consider either charging less or not release it yet but or yeah or doing more work on it yeah like yeah. i mean it's cool that they work and they play online and stuff but not if they don't play very well right uh, you're you're zapping the fun out of it because if i'm having to constantly have problems playing mario kart that's, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play it have it run like 10 frames a second with a bunch of audio issues. It's like, what the hell? Well, let's, let's, uh, I mean, Sony is doing that Uncharted movie. Um, so they did release the, the trailer for it and you get to see uh, plenty of Mark Wahlberg and, uh, Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland <laughs> blanked for a second. Uh, Tom Holland is, uh, Nathan Drake. A lot of, uh, criticism for this of Nathan Drake. I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Like the people that are asking for the original voice actors of Nathan Drake to be in this movie, do you like not understand that when the movie, when the game was being made, Nathan Drake's not supposed to be fifty? Yeah. Like, like I mean, do you want like maybe if we're talking about if they're making Uncharted Four: Thieves and the movie, but not the original? So. Well, also like. I always, I also saw the thing about like, oh, the Nathan Fillion fan movie, he, or, you know, the thing he did a few years ago. Yeah, right. But it's like he's old, also. You know, he's fifty as well. Yeah. Same as Nolan I mean, North, and this is obviously obviously supposed to be like an like a I wouldn't say prequel necessarily, but more like an intro movie. Right. It's uh, supposed to be yeah, so exactly. It's supposed to be like the start of the franchise, whatever. Maybe it doesn't necessarily follow all of uh, Uncharted One or have you know, a lot of the set pieces of it or whatever, but it's still supposed to be Uncharted 1. Yeah. So you can't start with him at 50 years old because, uh, number one, it's going to turn off a lot of people. And that's the thing, too, like, people need to understand. It's like, this goes beyond just making this for the fans of the Uncharted games. They got to make it for people that are just going to go see the damn movie. So, like, if you have the opportunity to use the Tom Holland, like, why wouldn't you? I mean, right? and, I think that was, a, that was it's weird because that's, I would say that's the mindset of that Assassin's Creed movie they made like five years ago, but they didn't make it for the fans. They made it for like the populace, like the general public. And it's like, that's why that movie sucked. <laughs> oh, no, but that's different though. Like Assassin's Creed has a lot of intricacy that like you have to honor the fans about, or you're going to have to explain some things that people that didn't play the games don't, are not going to understand at all. And you can really go the wrong way with that. Like, Uncharted is basically an action movie already. Yeah. But you do need to have actors that people know. And I, I will say, though. People to go to the movie. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but I, the only thing is, I still think 
don't get me wrong, he's not a bad actor, and I actually do like him. I still think both Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, well, Wahlberg's appropriate, I guess. But Tom yeah, Holland might be like a little too young for this role. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm okay with if you want to say he's too young for the role. He looks because you know Nathan Drake is more of an. He looks like okay, this is a older man. Like in maybe in his thirty, maybe he's not thirty, but he looks like he's in his thirties, right? Like Tom Holland. Well, I mean, yeah, looks like a well, kid, you know, like. I mean, Uncharted that was made what two thousand eight, two thousand seven. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nolan North was in his 30s or like 35 or, you know. Well, I'm not talking about Nolan North. That's just the voice actor. I'm talking about the, uh, the, however they made the character in Uncharted. Yeah. He's not some young kid. He's a. Right. He's yeah. pretty established even in right. that game. So I can understand that aspect of saying, well, Tom Holland looks like a little kid. Yeah. You know, and this isn't like we're starting. It's almost like the, the sort of like, uh, Harrison Ford with Indiana Jones, right? Harrison Ford wasn't this child or this teenager or this like in his no, early twenties guy when he started Indiana Jones. He was still older, right? Well, he, right? in the movie, he's a college professor, so right. He has so, to be somewhat established. I think that I can kind of see that aspect of it of people getting upset because it's like, well, okay, cool. I know you're starting the franchise, but damn, <laughs> like you're starting him like really young, I guess. I, um, I got. I got two words for you that would have fixed everything, or three words. Cast Shia LaBeouf. No. <laughs> he just moved from Indy to Indiana Jones to Uncharted. What more do you want? <laughs> right? That's that's all you got to do. Uh, I don't know. For one another. I don't think I'll see the movie. Uh, I, assume, I mean, maybe it gets good ratings, then I may chance it, but I don't care about Uncharted that much anyway. Right. But it, the movie didn't, uh, the trailer didn't, like, offend me, or, you know, just, it didn't, like, annoy me. I was just like, all right. Yeah, I mean, Randy was like. excited. Yeah. Like, he said that he liked it, and, um, you know, he said that people are just complaining to complain, which in some ways that they're right. They are complaining to complain. Uh, it doesn't matter what they would have done. You know, people would be upset. Yeah. So uh, you kind of got to take it as it comes, really. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for the show today as far as uh, what's been going on. Well, I'll have a lot more to talk about for Guardians of the Galaxy next week. I did come out today, so if you've been waiting for that game, uh, go get it. Go get it right now. Uh, but also other things coming out either today or later this week. The um, Fatal Frame Made in Black, Made in a Blackwater, uh, it's come out or is coming out in a couple days. So if you're waiting for that, we use uh, port. And that's coming. Age of Empires 4 is also coming in a couple of days. It's on PC Game Pass if you want to play it. I would suggest also to go check out Backbone, which is finally coming to console after being on PC uh, for most of the year. It's a game with animals, and it's uh, I like a detective game, so it's very uh, interesting. That Voice of Cards Isle of Dragon, that Square Enix uh, card thing that they showed off at the last, was it the Direct? Yeah. Uh, that's coming out on the same day, and uh, that Super Robot Wars uh, 30 is coming out on PC, which that's awesome that that game is finally coming and like where people outside of Japan can play it. Uh, that game has a long history and a, um, I, I've played some of those games and they're actually pretty fun. It sucks when you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> so, um, oh, you mentioned cool Mario Party? Uh, Mario Party as well. Yes. I was about to get to that. Mario Party is coming out. Uh, Superstars. Uh, that's the, uh, 64 Mario Party with 
um, everything kind of like revamped and redone. Are you excited about this? Uh, I'm this sure we'll have some great online play. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's bringing in online play from the beginning, right? Uh, you don't well, have yeah. to wait two years for the online play to show up. I, I meant more about like just look, look at the N64, how well that's doing, or you know, the, a lot of their other crappy yeah. online systems. Yeah, that's true too. And I'm sorry. Uh, somebody decided to burn something here and try to kill me while I'm recording this podcast. Uh, Toonshay is also coming out, which I've been excited about. It's made by those Peruvian developers. It's an indie game. Comes out on the second. So, um, I'm, I will definitely be, uh, checking that out as well. So, and then that Demon Turf game, the, the platformer, uh, comes out on the fourth and the Binding of Isaac coming out again. Yeah. The, the DLC is a DLC again. Or? Uh, maybe like maybe it may just be like a new package or something. Yeah. I don't. I've lost track of that game. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, yeah, I should probably start emailing course. people about that thing. Yep, I was gonna ask you to uh, email your your folks about that. But um, yeah, that's that's all coming soon here for uh, you know not in the next week, but in the next couple weeks. And hopefully, if you liked what you heard here, you will go and subscribe on whether you watch on YouTube. Or watch on Twitch. You can go follow there. Uh, go hit the, the ring the bell. So whenever, well, we do produce a lot of other things that don't have to do with video games on the WCM Network channel. So if you ring the bell, you are going to get a lot of stuff. But hey, there's a lot of content there: it's soccer, football, um, the American oh. American football. You get the, all the entertainment stuff. Yep. Remember the uh, old Terminator 2 arcade machine? Yes. I, I guess a lot I guess Arcade One Up just announced like a home version for it. Oh, that's cool. And they are really like nailing all that. I mean, like, and if you had a bunch of money, you could like fill up your entire house with like all those arcade machines. Yeah. Um, I think Randy has showed me he has like three of them. So yeah, you could definitely develop like a collection with all that and like almost have like your own arcade in your house. Uh, if right. you had a big enough house for it. Uh, they I just are, don't like the size. They're, it's too small for me. Too small? Okay. It's not. Well, I'm guessing it's not the same size as the arcade cabinet. No, no, it, it looks, it's way smaller or, you know. Yeah. For home use, so right. I mean, but it does have two guns for it, so hey, that's cool. It just has two guns. Yeah, but all right. I mean, we will uh, see everyone next week here. Until then, everyone, see you later. later.